0: For the second time, it's Bubba Bum Deep V's Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, Again, new new name for the podcast. Definitely welcome from uh, please please tweet me. This is the most
1: popular amateur fantasy podcast in Centerville and Manassas, Virginia.
0: That's true. I I think think it's the most popular amateur fantasy podcast that I've ever heard of.
1: It is the only fantasy podcast that I've made and it is very popular with you Whoa. and myself.
0: Whoa, bold. Bold. All right. Is that your bold so, prediction that this is the most popular fantasy podcast that we've ever
1: made? My bold prediction that this podcast will have fewer listeners than week 1 because probably it's going to be awesome.
0: Cuz probably everyone forgot that they needed to listen to this. Anyway, to Fantasy Football Land, AJ. Uh dun, dun, dun. Yeah, So I think to start off uh, with this week, we're, we're hitting week four in the NFL season. Uh, week four means the first week of bye weeks and uh, watch actually, out. Actually, Jimmy, Uh-oh. the replacement
1: ref said we're going to redo th- week three and they are canceling all bye weeks.
0: Uh, I do oh. want to point out to everybody, replacementgoogle.com uh, is a pretty entertaining site where you google things and it just takes you where it wants to take you instead. Um, and it's well, sponsored by the NFL, sponsored officially by the National Football League, replacement google.com.
1: I hope you don't expect us to record this podcast because I'm literally on that site right now and we'll probably not get anything done conversation-wise. For the That's next
0: totally fine. That means all of so. my points are right and everybody should listen to what I say. Unless I'm wrong right, so because AJ made bad production notes.
1: We're going to, we're gonna. I didn't make any production notes because <laughs> I'm a free spirit and I just go where the wind takes me. Well, anyway. all right, we're going to try a new format this week. We're gonna take a look at the key, at the matchups in our fantasy league, the Dougal Crown again, com If you want to go check out our league, uh, I don't know why you would want to do that because um, you seem like somebody who has a life and you know important things to do at home, like spend time with friends and family. But you can check us out there, and we're gonna go through the key matchups, Jimmy, because
0: it's rivalry week. It is rivalry week, and for most people. That will listen to this. That probably doesn't mean a lot. However, we have set up uh, our first season. um, Our first season with divisions uh, the Federales versus the Stonewallers. Um, North and South,
1: get it? uh, Civil War. Anyways, we're playing the other divisions. We're playing our quote unquote rivals. So. Jimmy, take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So
0: the first matchup is going to be myself versus my rival. Uh it's at Ducal J Dean, myself versus at Ducal S P. E, Mr. Sam Persons. Um, and again, these names may not mean something to everybody, but bear with us because there will be good fantasy content in each of these matchups. <laughs> no, uh, a lie. But it's not a lie. Matt Ryan versus Cam Newton this week. Uh it looks like the uh the greatest quarterback to hit the NFL since well, any any quarterback, Cam Newton. Who is no 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 Jimmy? The fantasy charts this year. RG three
1: uh, plays for a different team.
0: Uh, oh, oh that's ah, right. Ah, that's right. the the, I, one in, the one and two Redskins. Um, that's,
1: well no, it's because I thought you said something about the greatest football player ever, and so I just RG, right no was I wrong? No I I right. no. I think, I think
0: we were right. talking actually about Matt Ryan uh, who is who's,
1: who's who's been a nice surprise for you this week or not no. this week but but this
0: season. I, I, I would overall? not say it's a surprise. Um, my my in depth and intelligent fantasy knowledge has driven me to draft Matt Ryan this year, um, and he is. Quick been question for you. Great. Where did you finish the first two years in the league? Uh, above the bottom, which was it, is what matters. Was it seventh both years? Okay, that sounds like it could be right. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, it sounds like it could. So, be. what's the?
1: So we have Matt Ryan and Cam Newton. Matt Ryan, I think, exceeding everybody's expectations. Cam
0: Newton. Way below everyone's expectations.
1: A little bit below expectations.
0: Yeah, uh, way, what is up? Well, let's, let's think about this. Carolina's defense is bad, so he's got to play from behind a lot, which you would think would mean he's lighting up the fantasy charts, but he's also making a lot of really bad throws, and that means interceptions. Cam Newton's averaging uh, 1.7 interceptions per game, so uh, we'll round up and say two interceptions a game.
1: Which, uh, which kills you, you in fantasy because that's, that's worth a touchdown right there.
0: That's right. In our league, with negative three points. Yeah, for... nobody
1: cares. So here's the thing, though, because you're doing something interesting. You're starting a Carolina receiver who is not Steve Smith against Sam, and Sam is starting Cam Ryan. Cam Newton. I'm
0: That's true. That's true. So what, what? So that,
1: that. Defend Brandon LaFell for me in ten seconds.
0: After last week, it's really hard to defend Brandon Lafell because he didn't do a whole lot. However, the first two games he had over 14 points apiece, uh, and I really think that last week was a bit of a fluke where they just really hit the bottom, and he'll come back.
1: Yeah, so you're going to start him over Marquez Colson this week, which I think is a pretty bold mood, but you're going
0: to stick to your guns, I guess. Uh, at least until Sunday morning, so we'll see what there happens.
1: Go. There you go. So the other big thing here is Wes Welker. We talked about him last week, so we won't spend too much time on him here. But, you know, we predicted with Aaron Hernandez going out, they were going to be forced to increase Welker's workload. And uh, 18 points last week. He had that 160-yard gain. Uh, What do you think we see from Wes Welker going forward?
0: Uh, I do want to use, use an adjective to describe how they used Wes Welker last week, and that was reluctantly. Um, mm. They were giving a ton of work to Julian Edelman, um, who I think is a big fantasy sleeper if he's healthy. He had a neck injury from a big hit in the end zone. Uh, yeah, last touchdown week, in there, yeah. Yeah, the touchdown got jacked up pretty uh, pretty good, got a neck injury. He was working his neck, going to the locker room early at halftime. Um, but I think they were trying to force work to Julian Edelman instead of using Wes Welker. When he got hurt, they had to use Welker. Um, and I think they're going to keep trying to stay away from Welker because they do not want to prove him to prove why they have to pay him? I really think that's the case there.
1: We'll see. I, I don't know if Tom Brady will stop throwing to him, but I've talked enough about those two for a whole life. Yeah, we both. Um, your boy Jamal Charles,
0: the Jamal they Charles, two thirty-three, two thirty-three, a touchdown, another six catches, fifty-five yards, uh, amazing, amazing week from Jamal Charles uh, puts him pretty high in the fantasy points this year. Um, you know, I think coming back from ACL surgery, he's now got a bionic knee, much like someone I <laughs> love a lot myself, Adrian Peterson. Uh, oh, never mind. Hot, no, I love myself more than Adrian Peterson. Trust that. Um, <laughs> but Jamal Charles with his bionic knee came out and just absolutely torched the Saints on the ground. Uh, and I Funny think the thing about
1: that bionic knee is is it was only good for three rushing yards in week two, so. I don't know if we're gonna go ahead and throw all our chips in the Jamal Charles basket. He was playing that really, really, really bad New Orleans defense. Let everybody run through them. So I don't know if I'm throwing all my chips in on Jamal Charles just yet. But we'll see. We'll see. It's a it's a it's a long season. Um, you know. I think I think, I think, gonna... I think you're gonna overreact a little bit because he's on your team, which is what you do.
0: Just wait until next week when he has 40 yards and I say that he's done and he's a schmuck and he's accepted uh, it's against San Diego and San Diego's, well. San Diego just gave up 80 rushing yards to Mike Turner, so there's and that. Mike Turner averages about two yards a carry, so I think Jamal Charles would be okay against San Diego. Key
1: matchup in this game, last point. We're going to bang through real quick. you got Rob Gronkowski, at tight end. Sam's got Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis, actually, the top tight end in the league right now. I think a big surprise, Gronk has been Okay.
0: And uh, you've given me an interesting stat there, and that was uh, that was that Verdun a touchdown in each game, which is uh, kudos to you for that for that interesting stat. Rob that Brankowski. is
1: what they pay me my salary to make this podcast for. That's right. Uh, Rob Gronkowski was
0: left in to block a lot against uh, Baltimore because obviously Baltimore's going to bring pressure, uh, which really hindered him last week. And if their line stays bad, then they're going to have to keep doing that. And with Hernandez not able to take some of that pressure off too. Gronk's not gonna have a lot of work. I'm a little I'm a little nervous about Rob Gronkowski going forward until Aaron Hernandez is back.
1: You are the king of overreactions. Rob Gronkowski is gonna be fine. He had over fifteen points his first two weeks. He had one bad week against the Ravens who come to play against the Patriots. They their game plan was to take Rob Gronkowski out of it. He's gonna be fine. Jamal Charles will regress slightly, but who doesn't regress off two thirty-three? Gronk is going to be fine. I don't think anybody is sweating Rob Gronkowski right now. And if they are, they can trade him to me as soon as they want.
0: My Vernon Davis love from last year, though, is carrying over. He's not on my team, but I still like Vernon Davis a lot. He's a quick dude. Uh, He has gotten – he got a lot from Mike Singletary, despite Mike Singletary being a bad coach. He comes to the play. And he is a great – he's got a great
1: cry face, too, for Vernon Davis. (laughs) Tremendous cry face after catching key passes. All right. The next, the next. Okay. So I'm I'm picking an upset this week in that game. I'm picking Sam to beat you because you got out to some three and O start somehow. I'm going with my boy Sam. I think he's gonna upset you. I'm assuming you're gonna pick yourself.
0: I am gonna pick myself. Sam had one big game. I'm not impressed. Well, he's due for another. Next matchup
1: is my game, which is the one that I care about. So everybody buckle in. We're gonna be here for about forty to fifty more minutes. (laughs) Just talking about my matchup because I'm the only one that's important in my life. My guy, Matt Stafford, so my bold prediction last week, I I predicted Matt Stafford was going to have four touchdown passes. And I was kind of right because he had one and Sean Hill came in and threw two more. And so we almost got there. But I'm starting to get a little bit nervous about Stafford. Sean Hill comes in and plays, you know, Almost as good, if not better, than Matt Stafford did. It
0: heck? was garbage. Let's talk about overreaction, overreacting to Sean Hill a little bit. Are we? Oh, it was garbage yeah. time. It, uh, that that game, that, that was hail mary. That's gar- true, though. Tyus Young, <laughs> one pass to Titus Young
1: was a hail mary, but I'm just saying, in one quarter of play, Hill had 18 fantasy points. In three quarters of play, Matt Stafford had 20. So.
0: Matt Stafford though, more importantly, what I've been saying all along, hamstring injury. Yeah. Uh, I believe that that one healthy season was a fluke. Hamstring injury. What do you do going forward? How long do you do you hold out for him?
1: Uh, I picked up Sean Hill this week because he looked good. I think anyone throwing to Megatron and throwing that number of times and that offense is going to be okay. He clearly showed he was, you know, competent last week in his l- limited time. I'd rather take Sean Hill at this point than pick up someone like Alex Smith, who's kind of a question mark. He doesn't throw a ton. Uh, you know, Alex Smith, if you're kind of banking on that game going his way, you know, that he might get a couple of touchdown passes in early. I think Sean Hill you're banking on. If he's gonna start for Stafford, he's throwing all games, the Lions,
0: that's their game plan. Remember that time you picked up Alex Smith as a bye week fill in because you thought he was a pretty good bye week fill in?
1: I think he will be a pretty good bye week fill-in, and I dropped him for Sean Hill just in case because, you know, in case Stafford's out, I'd rather have Sean Hill than, Aaron, than Alex Smith at this time in our league. Sure. The other big thing here in this matchup is I'm playing Neil um, at Ducal Buttface. Face. <laughs> um, he's got some really great wide receivers. So he's starting Julio Jones, Brandon Marshall, and Percy Harvin, which uh, puts a little water in my pants. If you know what I'm saying, I don't like that. I don't like facing that. Percy Harving leading the league in targets, uh, and he's going up against a Detroit secondary that, that can't stop Jake Locker. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Should I be nervous? Um, yes.
0: Yeah, yes. Well, I am good used to be that's Julio
1: Jones also going up against that Carolina defense that's not very good. I'm kind of banking on uh I'm kind of banking on him maybe uh having another hand injury in the first quarter and needing to sit out some. <laughs> maybe they go up big, maybe uh Mike Turner runs it, I don't know. The thing is though, with these divisional games with, you know, Carolina and Atlanta playing, I just always think those games are so un- unpredictable. I think we expect Julio Jones to have a huge game, and he probably puts up 25, 28 points on me, but there's that chance that Carolina in a divisional matchup here shuts him down. We'll
0: see. Not their defense. If is going to do anything, it's going to be come out and give Brandon LaFell like 600 yards and, a, and four touchdowns, not stop anyone on defense. They couldn't. Okay, first of all, I don't those know.
1: yards and touchdowns are going to my guy, Steve Smith, and i going to Brandon LaFell. All right, let's just slow our roll there. But you do <laughs> exactly. raise a good point now. Because I've got, C.J. Spillers got, got hurt last week, so I took him out of my starting lineup, starting Trent Richardson and DeMarco Murray at running back. And I'm going to go three wide this week. But I got five wide receivers to start. I guess I have four now because Antonio Brown's on bye. Greg Jennings, Steve Smith, Demarius Thomas, Dez Bryant. Who are you sitting, if, you, if you're if you me?
0: Notorious Dez Bryant hater, but I can't let that affect me this time. Uh, let's see.
1: Des Bryant going against the Chicago defense, though.
0: Demarius Thomas, for sure. You, you've got to start him. Starting him, right. Okay. Oakland's Absolutely. Really, he's I going to go
1: have. up against an Oakland defense.
0: Uh, Oakland beat the Steelers, who are my team. Oakland's still right. really bad. Um, and my
1: opponent is starting Peyton Manning, so any touchdowns, yardage to Demarius, kind of offsets. I don't really believe in that, but I'd rather take any touchdown thrown by Peyton to go to my guy.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy into that. I don't go Des Bryant-Chicago. We have points about them later, but Chicago's defense is a defense that is to be reckoned with.
1: really good, apparently, at least in fantasy. I'm nervous about Greg Jennings, he's go- <laughs> but he's going against that New Orleans defense that, again, hasn't been able to stop anybody. I'm going Jennings, Steve Smith, Demarius Thomas. I'm feeling confident. What's our next game? I, wow,
0: that was decisive. I got it. The next game. DJ B, Duke and Versus is our current Trump champion, brother Boston, ducal yeah. champ, um, Maurice Jones-Drew, a pleasant surprise. Wow. Hold out, not, not wow syndrome, which was hold out, come back, do nothing. Uh, a guy, Chris Johnson, has been absolutely awful. Went in the last week with 1.1 yards per carry. If you're still starting that guy, keep him on your bench. Don't start him. Um, hey, he, Jones- he increased his per carry from 1.1 to 1.17. So let's just slow it down a little bit. That's right. He did double his yearly yards with 29 yards. Uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, though, over double-digit fantasy points each week. Uh, He is still the focal point of that offense. There's no question you're starting. He's really
1: good. He's the guy that we talked about this in the offseason,
0: and I'm wondering now, since so
1: many guys are holding out every year, is it becoming not really that big of a deal to hold out? You know, when, when Chris... Johnson did it. It was kind of a big deal because he didn't do anything in the offseason and he just showed up and he didn't want to play. But now we got a couple guys who held out, MJD, uh, et cetera And they're looking good.
0: They're uh, so double double edged sword there. Uh, MJD looks good. Mike Wallace has looked good, he's a receiver a little bit different. MJD is a meticulous uh meticulous about his health and likes to stay in health. Uh Matt Cortei held out for a little bit, ankle injury. Uh Drew Brees yeah. held out for a bit, not the same quarterback he was. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it can go either way, I guess. And, and Chris Johnson yeah. never has recovered from that. So
1: So real quick, we forgot to do something. We forgot to pick a winner in my game versus Neil. I'm obviously picking Neil.
0: Yeah, your, your reverse jinxes don't work. I'm still going to pick Neil. like his receivers well.
1: I have never won a bet in my life, so I'm never betting on myself. I'm definitely betting on Neil. Your pick, Neil.
0: I'm picking Neil as well. I like yeah. his receivers too much this week.
1: I'll take it. Okay. Anyways, back to TJB and Austin. Austin's starting RG three. Like we said, he's leading the league in fantasy points. He's going to go up against a Tampa Bay defense that's thirty second against the pass. <laughs> uh, I like that as a Redskins fan. I'm happy with RG three throwing for four TDs. If we can get a win, of course, our defense can't stop anybody either. So who knows? Um.
0: Yeah. Uh. RG three, just the way he's able to use his legs. Um, any word on Pierre Garcon? You should know that you're a Redskins fan. Uh,
1: not really, to be honest. Um, he's, you know, I think it's a pain thing at this point. I think it's hurting him more than they expected it to, and it's not gone away. And so they're keeping him out. I'm hoping he comes back this week. That Redskins offense looks a little bit different without him. The passing game struggles when he's not there. I didn't think he was going to have that much of an immediate impact. In Washington, but man,
0: I think when he's we back,
1: we can't move and the ball as quick as 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 we could when he was in there.
0: When Pierre Garcon is back and healthy, he's a fantasy must start, in my opinion.
1: I agree. I agree I, with the way that Griff is throwing it and the way the os- off- the Redskins are running their offense. I agree.
0: Yes, absolutely. Fantasy must start when he's back. Um, looking at the reports right now, it looks like he's probably going to be questionable all week. Um, so this is a down to the wire on Sunday kind of thing. Um, yeah. We'll have to see. I don't know what time they play on Sunday um, against Tampa Bay. I'm imagining it's an East Coast game. It's probably one o'clock. So that's that's at least a positive.
1: Perry also has some stalwarts at wide receiver here: Jordy Nelson, Calvin Johnson, Hakeem Nix Any of those guys capable of going for twenty to thirty points? Hakeem Nix did it to me. Put up thirty. Calvin went twenty-four last week, and we know his potential. Jordy, I think, is going to have a huge game against the New Orleans Saints, uh, probably to the detriment of Greg Jennings, but. Again, that defense can't cover, and Aaron Rodgers can throw. Aaron Rodgers is due, I think, for a huge breakout game. Uh, angry, Jordy, angry I think, game. is going to be
0: big. Very angry game for Aaron Rodgers this week. Absolutely. I do think Hakeem Nicks won't have the same kind of point totals he's had against other teams because Philadelphia's defense is good. Um, the rest, of their team is bad, but their defense is good. So I would sure. expect Hakeem Nicks to not perform like he has before. Uh, Jordy Nelson is is a wild card. It all depends on who Rodgers wants to throw to. Don't. Thank think you start him. I don't think you bench Jordy Nelson if you have him on your team. Uh, I expect double digit points for him, but I don't know if he blows up. Calvin Johnson, I think, does have a big game. Um,
1: yeah. Notable starts on TJB. He's starting Tom Brady and Brandon Lloyd against Buffalo. That's a division matchup again. Buffalo used to have a pretty good secondary. I think those two guys will have pretty good games. Everyone is predicting a breakout game for Brandon Lloyd coming. They've been predicting that since the offseason. We'll yeah. see. I'm not buying it just yet. Uh, they keep saying he's been targeted a lot deep, but you know what? If Tom Brady can't hit him deep, then who can, right? But
0: not not so much just deep, but actually, if you if you watch the game last week, they hit him on a lot of short routes too. Uh, some little uh, some shorter patterns that he just made crazy catches. A lot of catches like laying on the ground, were very uh, you know, just really agile catches. So I think he is improving, getting better, more comfortable in the offense. I expect Brandon Lloyd to start having that big season we expected.
1: Sure thing. Jimmy Graham, three touchdowns, three games. Nobody's worried about him. Let's jump to our next one. Next matchup, we got Creaseman going let's wait, against. Real
0: quick, let's predict that last game. Oh, thank uh, you. Looking at it right now, uh, Ducal uh, Champ. I'm taking Ducal Champ this week. I agree.
1: I'm going with Perry. I think those wide receivers. I think Reggie Bush, Maurice Jones, Drew. Brandon Pettigrew, I think Perry's stocked at every position. Um, I don't trust Sean Green in there as TJB's flex, so I'm going with Perry as well. All right, fourth matchup we're getting to Creesman against our current Neo. Neo is our last ranked team from the previous year. So Crees versus Gunst. We got Drew Brees going against Aaron Rodgers. Who you like in this matchup?
0: Oh man, Aaron Rodgers is going to play an angry, angry, angry game, and New Orleans is bad. I like Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback for sure there, but these uh, like who who are these two quarterbacks this year? Who are they? That's they a great question. I don't think the Saints team is, at the top is in
1: disarray. <laughs> yeah, Saints team is in disarray. They're going again up against Green Green Bay this week. Who I agree, I think Green Bay might put seventy two points on the board against that D, and after what just happened. So I'm open for a Rodgers bounce back cuz I need Jennings to go off. A guy who's going off weekly is AJ Green. I mean rookie season, not a fluke.
0: That's right. AJ Green is is uh is proving that he was worth that top pick last year, that uh, first round pick that the Bengals gave to him. Um, Andy Dalton is relying on him and he can make every catch that anything thrown his way. I honestly think A.J. Green has the potential to be a Larry Fitzgerald of the next generation.
1: I think so. He's a great player. I don't want to go too far on him because, again, it was the Redskins' poor secondary that he torched. But that dude looks so good when he's on the field.
0: It's true. A guy that look, looks good week, depending on which week you catch him. Vincent Jackson against Washington this week. Um, I'm, I'm going Vincent Jackson all the way this week. I'm starting him if I have him. Yeah. Um, I think against Washington, he, and Vincent Jackson is notoriously an up-and-down player. He Absolutely. will lose three points one week, he will get you 25 points the next week, and then it will go back to point one. That's uh, exactly
1: what his season looks like right now. He had six 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 and a half points week one, 21 points week two, three points week three. I think you're right. I've been saying it for years. Always start your top wide receiver against the Redskins. We can't <laughs> cover deep at all.
0: And if it goes in an up-and-down pattern, it's Vincent Jackson's up week. It's just you start Vincent Jackson this week. Start him, bank on him this week. Top
1: ten. The odd thing about this game is currently Gunst has uh, Kevin Smith still in his flex spot. Now, with Kevin Smith, we know lost the starting job to Mikel LaShore last week. LaShore had over 100 yards rushing a touchdown, uh, a couple catches for, I think, think 30-some yards receiving.
0: I don't think Kevin Smith touched the ball one time. Um, I zero think you're probably points. right.
1: Yeah, he had zero fantasy points. I think you're right. I think he was strictly as a backup. So we may see if Jeremy Macklin gets healthy. I think obviously that's an obvious start for Gun or uh, for Gunst in that flex spot. Otherwise, maybe. not a lot I love on his bench. Randall Cobb. Maybe well, let's, that, let's let's that look at his
0: bench. bench. Let's assume because I think Macklin's the obvious start if he's healthy. But let's look at the rest of this bench. You've got a choice between Randall Cobb. Toby Gerhart, Anquan Bolden, Andrew Hawkins, or D'Angelo Williams. Where do you? Who do you like the best?
1: I think you take upside. I think you probably take a flyer on Randall Cobb if, if Macklin's out. Still. Okay. Um, again, it's that New Orleans defense that can't stop. I think the Pack are going to play angry. I think they're going to they're going to just crush the Saints team. I think that that game might might be just the highest scoring game of the year. Maybe that'll be my bold prediction. Maybe we'll come back to that. I, but yeah, I mean yeah. that is the weak spot right now for Guns, obviously, is is is, is that flex.
0: Absolutely. No, not a weak spot for him. Defense. Um, and, and this is a, a trend I'm starting to see a little bit more. But there are some defenses out there that are blowing away that are in the top 20, 20 of fantasy players. Arizona, Chicago, these two defenses which are matching up in this matchup that we're talking about, both top twenty fantasy players this year. Not not just defenses, players. It's so, crazy. Chicago
1: is averaging about 20 points a week in our league 18 week 1, 10 week 2, 27 week 3 people have been wondering how Guns has stayed relevant so long, stayed so dominant with Aaron Rodgers not really performing like Aaron Rodgers should. Take a look at those special teams Special teams in fantasy, I think, are a little bit more important than people give credit for. When everyone says, oh, just wait till the last round to take a defense and take a kicker and don't worry about it, I think that's because you can't predict it as well. But it's not because those positions aren't important. Jason Hansen had 18 points last week. Houston had 24 week one against me. These special teams swing games in a serious way. Chicago has kept guns to flow, not that his matchups have been terribly close. But that defense fills in those extra points that you expect to get from Rogers, and the rest of his team has been so great. He's had that great pickup in Martellus Bennett, who looks like he's just going to continue to produce. To be honest,
0: but I don't think you, but I don't think you can change the way that people draft kickers and defense. I've been drafting kicker or a defense this year. I waited to pick them up till afterwards, and I got Seattle's D, and they've been great for me. They're the third best fantasy defense behind the two we've already mentioned. I just don't yeah. think they're predictable, and I don't think it changes the way that you should draft coming into next year. But agreed, definitely keep an eye. And if you think that if you're worried that that kicker or defense you don't want is going to get around to you, take him around early. Just one, that's right. Play, but take them around that's early because it may actually be the difference in some of your games.
1: That's absolutely right. Uh, smart fantasy players will pay attention to their kicker and their defense. That's right. The ones who will never make the playoffs are the ones who draft a guy and never change him other than his bye week, thinking it doesn't matter. It's unpredictable. you got to watch those two positions. They swing games. I'm going to stick with Brian Gunson this game. I can't pick against him until he until something goes wrong on, on his team. He's starting Foster. He's starting Peterson, A.J. Green, Eric Decker, Martellus Bennett, Rogers, the Chicago defense. I just don't really see a hole yet.
0: I like his team too much at this point. He's the only other 3-0 team with me. I have... There may be chances that I've been getting lucky. I just have a rotation of guys that are blowing up every week. His team is just good all around. I can't pick against him either. Some noxious. All right. So our last match. Yeah,
1: yeah. Save the worst for last, in my mind. If, it, oh God, yes. if you can ask me. We we got our board Nord, who we I think consistently try to rank as far down in the power rankings as possible because of his reactions against the self-proclaimed sports guru Ricky May, who has, I think we can all agree, the worst team in our league right now.
0: So much upside though. Darren McFadden, huge upside. Fred Jackson, huge upside. Uh, Antonio Gates, huge upside. But the problem is is he has a habit, and this is not something you should get into, of picking up every backup player in the NFL as soon as the top guy goes down for like two plays.
1: He's a tinkerer. He's just a tinkerer. Fred Jackson, though, I don't think Fred Jackson has a ton of upside. What's he going to do? He's got one week basically to start. CJ spills injury not as bad as they thought. I don't think he's got a ton of upside. We spent a lot of time on Fred Jackson last week, so we don't need to go too far into it. But Fred Jackson could easily go under 50 yards from scrimmage this week. That wouldn't surprise me. He's starting to Sean Jackson, Dwayne Bow at wide receiver. I don't like it. Mike Vick at quarterback. I don't like
0: that. I hate, I I hate Mike solid, Vick. But. I hate Mike Vick. Um do I don't you, like him. I think that uh you know, I, I just don't like Mike Vick. Now here's here's an interesting question though. Let's talk about let,
1: let me tell you, that was that was amazing fantasy insight that you just gave us.
0: I do. So, I hate Mike Vick. Don't I, I thank start you. Him. don't I thank you. Don't believe in him ever. Mike Vick, averaging he had a good week against Baltimore somehow, but then he came back with a stinker with five and a half fantasy he points. Five, yeah, he had five, he had five points. On I hate Mike Vicky, He's throwing all kinds of interceptions. All kinds. The of third- only
1: points. thing I hate more than Ricky's team, I think, is Nord's team. I mean, his running backs, he's starting Mike Turner and Steven Jackson, two old bogeys who are hurt or should be hurt because Mike Turner is, is a ter- is ter- is, he is bad at running the football. Okay, he is not that's, good at running the football that's right. forward in the NFL. That's right. He's not good at it. That's right. right. The bright spot on his team, I think Tony Gonzalez has proved to be a just a surprise again. That guy's ageless, but he's got your boy Matt Ryan thrown to him. I think he's been a bright spot. I think Michael Bush is. I. I mean, there's seriously might be a curse of Michael Bush, right? Whoever plays in front of Michael Bush just gets hurt, and he comes in and steals all the points and. And Nor just rides it.
0: That's true, and he will do it as long as he can. Um, but the, you know, the one thing that you have to like on this team, and it's there's not much there, uh, is that he's starting Larry Fitzgerald, who is just Larry Fitzgerald is the greatest wide receiver in the world. Not necessarily at fantasy. Um, you know, low low start to the year came back against Philadelphia, who is a really good defense, and put up 22 points. Um, he had nine catches. Up.
1: He's nine good. catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown with Kevin Cobb throwing him the ball. If you don't think he's the greatest football player on earth, you are insane. I don't That's think – I mean, that just clearly tells me you've never even seen Kevin Cobb uh, try to throw a ball forward. That's right. Blair Fitzgerald, is, it, he's incredible. He's ridiculous. He's going to have stinkers, of course. I don't know that we blame him. You know, his His one catch for four yards against the Pats, I think it was in week two. He's going to have some of those, but I think that's a product of the quarterback and the team, not so much his ability. It's true. Um, Who do you take in this game?
0: I I have to say Ricky, I guess, which will improve him to 2-2, two and two, uh, just because he's got better players, I guess. I don't love any of it. but I'm I taking, wouldn't want to pick. Taking Ricky.
1: <laughs> Ricky, yeah. So, I don't want to pick. I mean, this is like... This is like, just ugly. It's like Picking between the Browns and the Rams or something. I don't know.
0: Don't, uh, don't discount Here, the Rams too much.
1: Well, maybe the Rams of the last couple of years. There Here's you. what I think. Here's what I think. This this game has a lot on the line because these two teams made a bet. So the, the rivalry teams play each other twice a year, and these two guys made a bet, That if one sweeps the other, they have this whole list of things they got to do. they got to buy him dinner, they got to whatever, they go on a date, I don't know, they take him to a movie, I don't know. They have all this stuff that they have to do, buy drinks and dinner and the whole thing. So there's a lot going on this game. And whenever there's a lot going on a game, Nord somehow pulls through and Ricky somehow comes up short. Nord always makes the playoffs in our league with some random team that he's put together off the scrap heap and got lucky with. So I think in a game that matters, we're going to see something ridiculous like Malcolm Floyd, who we starting at wide receiver. Malcolm Floyd probably has two touchdown catches. Eli Manning probably throws for 500 yards again. It's going to be something stupid, and it's going to make us all hate ourselves, and it's going to make Nord give us one of his great gasket laughs, and we're all going to just want to curl up and die is what I think.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's it's the, the bane of fantasy football is that crazy things happen at weird times and Nord's team always seems to be the benefactor of that. Like Steven Jackson will have some crazy game against Seattle. Michael Turner against Carolina, Tony Gonzalez. I mean the pieces are there for him to have a huge game. I just have trouble picking against Ricky's team. Against Dwayne Bowe, Deshaun Jackson, Derek McFadden, Fred Jackson. I just even Michael LaShore at this point I'm gonna like better than any than Michael Bush, than anyone on Nord's team. I have to take Ricky here. I have to.
1: I don't fault it. Picking between two piles of poop, so have
0: at it. All right. I think, I think you know we're what, ready. Here's what I really think, AJ. I think it's time. Say it with me. Yeah. For the checks mix, the bold, checks, party bold, mix. Party mix,
1: predictions. predictions. One That's day right. we'll see these together.
0: That's right, we'll get on the same page. Probably never. Last week, uh, we were probably the worst ever uh, at picking. I predicted Rob Gronkowski to have two touchdowns. I don't think he had two catches uh, in his game. <laughs> Um, but no two touchdowns for Rob Gronkowski as he was held to blocking duty for most of the day. Um, Again,
1: I don't think I was that bad. I predicted four touchdown passes for the Lions that they would score a lot. In between all the quarterbacks that started, there were three. LaShore added a rushing one. I don't think I was way off. I mean, I wasn't right with Stafford,
0: but Stafford I wasn't had one. Way. You said Stafford, not the team. So, yeah, but I was close. Way off by three touchdowns. I met the intent of the prediction. Whatever. you got to say what you mean. If you mean All the whole right. team, say the whole team. Well, so then the, what
1: do you boldly predict for this week? What do you think is going to
0: happen? My bold party mix prediction for this week comes down to a team that uh, bested my team last week the Oakland Raiders. Um, ben Roethlisberger's stat line for that game uh, was. 384 yards for four touchdowns with eight yards rushing, a whopping 42.16 fantasy points, a tremendous game from him last week.
1: And really, really, it was three touchdown passes because Antonio Brown fumbled that ball and recovered it. I don't know how that's a touchdown catch, but whatever.
0: Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Either way. Yeah. So the stat line that I'm writing is 384 yards, four touchdowns, eight rushing yards, I believe that Peyton Manning of the Denver Broncos going into Oakland this year will not match Big Ben's fantasy total from last week. Will not even match his stat line from last week.
1: Okay. I don't know if that's a bold prediction because four touchdowns and almost 400 yards is pretty tough for a guy who can't turn his head to the right. But I see what you're saying. Oakland's got a terrible defense. We all expect Peyton to have a huge game. And you're saying he probably doesn't. I can get on board with that seeing Peyton Manning is starting against me my league. I like the prediction. I'm going this week, this prediction. Alright. I think the Saints versus the Packers. I think we see over 80 total points scored. And I see twenty point games from three players. Alright? I see twenty point games from three players. I see them from Rogers. I see him from jordy and i see it for greg jennings i think it's going to be all packers all offense and it is going to be uh... decimation and it's going to be fun to watch and i can't wait
0: i think it is going to be the nfl game of the week if you love offense uh... and I, especially one-sided offense um, to say twenty point games from those three specific players that is bold you're being incredibly bold right now um, i
1: have the cojones I'll allow it.
0: You know I what? I'm going I'm to do a little stealing right now. I'm going to make my prediction even more bold. Fred okay. Jackson will have under 50 yards from scrimmage. I'm getting behind it. I think Fred Jackson has less than 50 yards from scrimmage this week.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Coming back from the injury, they have to charge choice healthy. To charge choice, weirdly enough, looked good rushing last week, filling in for C.J. Spiller. I don't know that they're going to run Fred Jackson into the ground just because Spiller's not there. They have choice that Bills offense is built to run the ball well so i support that and fred jackson i i think we're i think we're not going to see a ton out of him and i think that's smart from from the bills all right
0: did we do it we did it that'll do it for episode number 2 of the again tentatively named deep v's podcast because uh, we like our v's
1: like we like our passes deep Right.
0: So everybody, again, check us out, Uh, DucalCrownFantasyFootball.com, DucalAJM, and DucalJDean on Twitter. Uh, Tweet us, follow, subscribe, whatever you want to do. doesn't really matter. We just do this for fun. Uh, Listen, we're
1: giving you a number of ways to waste time at work when you're bored. You would be insane not to take us up on it. That's right. I don't get it.
0: So by all means, please uh, hit us up, leave us comments, leave us feedback, and we will see you all next week. Out.